I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to Sports Beat After Hours. We are back. This is the out of quarantine edition of Sports Beat After Hours. I am your host, Hemi Mooley Jr., and join with me, as always, the general at the center of disease control, Zachary Hicken. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know much about diseases, but um, here we are. Uh, this is We're in a weird spot right now, Hema. Yes, we are. Um, it's been a minute since we've recorded a podcast, and man, the, the whole world has changed. We don't think, record a podcast, and the world falls apart. Yeah, I know. So we're here to bring peace and balance to the world. Um, I think the last time that we got together to do our little uh, thing was uh, right after the All-Star Game. Yes. That was a month ago. It feels like five years ago. So since that time, the week after, you had a kid. Mm-hmm. That's why we didn't record that week. Then I was gone to Vegas for two weeks. Conference tournaments. For conference tournaments. And then, uh, yeah, we just didn't really... We were kind of in a state of shock last week. Um, and now yeah. I think we kind of... everything With everything that's been going on, like we kind of have perspective of what's happened. And we're ready to talk about it. And actually mm-hmm. to join us to talk about this is... Uh, you see him on KSL TV... You hear him on KSL News Radio's Unrivaled. You hear him on all the podcasts. He's one of the most popular <laughs> anchormen in the market. His definitely, name is Sam Farnsworth. Definitely a one seed. Anchorman. He's a Thank one you. seed. Oh, my yes. goodness. A one seed <laughs> means I'm coasting into at least the second round. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he uh, unless UMBC comes up. Oh, man. I don't know. Cross your fingers. But, yeah, I mean, just talking about, like, everything that's happened in our lives, um... Like I said, Hema nice. has a kid, yeah. another kid. Mm-hmm. He has three now. Yep. He's outnumbered him and his his wonderful wife. It's awful. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the club. <laughs> we uh, yeah, Sam has four. <laughs> um, meanwhile, I'm drowning with one. Anyway, uh, yeah, Sam and I spent two weeks in Las Vegas with uh, Mitch Harper from Cougar Tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, check out his podcast if you're a BYU fan or mm-hmm. a Utah fan. Because I know Utah fans always want to check in to see how the Cougs are doing, but. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been really weird since that time. Uh, 
you know, we had we had Utah State just made this crazy run mm-hmm. in the conference tournament. We're getting ready for BYU to make a run. They get upset, and we head back to Utah last Tuesday. We're just you know yeah. ready to find out where the Cougs and the Aggies are going to be going. Um, we're making plans for our live coverage on Sunday, mm-hmm. having people at the watch parties for BYU and Utah State. Like I was going to yep. go down and be in Provo. We are going to wire and fire Mark Pope and do a, an interview back to the studio. We even had flight plans for the conference tournament. Oh my like, goodness! We were yeah, we yeah were pretty for, much for the NCAA tournament. NCAA, like, yeah, the NCAA yeah. yeah, like mm-hmm. Mitch knew that he was going to be going. We knew that we were going to be sending someone else with Utah State. Mm-hmm. We knew like we knew that there were plans. Now we have no plans. Like, oh my goodness! This world without sports is so crazy because it's we nuts. just have no idea. I mean, the NFL is honestly. Saved our souls. Yes. And you know what? You know what makes it sting worse? And I, I was talking about this earlier out on the set for uh, during KSL News. What makes it worse is you see all these projections out there, all of oh these. Kind of, they came out with a bracket still, mm-hmm. so you see where the seedings are. BYU, you know, Joe Lunardi says BYU's a true five, but since they don't play on Sundays, they fall into a six here. And Utah State's a ten. He's got them both winning in the first round. You see these other projections where BYU's going all the way to like the final four. The BPI and, had him going to the national and, championship. Oh my goodness, it's like yeah. it, it makes me like pull my hair out because yeah. I was so excited to see what Sam Merrill could continue to do after that amazing run with yes. Utah State and, and the rest of his team. I was excited to see Yoli Childs on a big stage with Jake Toulson and TJ Haas because I felt like what we saw at the West Coast Conference Tournament was just a result of a big layoff and a little bit maybe yeah. kind of coasting in, you know, thinking they were going to get into the championship game type thing. Uh, I, I think Pope would have had them in the right mindset going into an NCAA tournament as well. So you had these two teams from our state. Who knows when we're going to have this again? Because Utah State and BYU, it's, they're going to look completely different For next sure. year. Yeah, Utah Do we State even get an NCAA tournament guys. team from the state of Utah next year? You know yeah. what I mean? So I was so excited for it. Yeah, like Utah State graduates four guys, and they have Abel Porter through his hat yeah. into, the, into the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. Seven guys from BYU, I think, are yeah, graduating. Seven seniors, yeah. So it's just, it's really weird. Um, it's disappointing, honestly. Like, uh, I've covered these BYU guys since their freshman year. Like, TJ Hawes, I covered his freshman year. Jake Toulson, his freshman year at BYU before he transferred to UVU and then came back. Yoli Childs, like, I'm just disappointed for these guys yeah. because they're some of... I mean, we're not supposed to pick favorites in the media. We're not supposed to, um, you know, be fans of people. But I'm fans of these guys. I'm fans of Sam Merrill. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. I'm fans of Nimi Keita. I'm mm-hmm. a huge fan of, like, Justin Bean. Like, I'm a huge fan of Yoli Childs. Yoli Childs as a person, is probably the best athlete I've ever covered. There is no one, and I mean no one, that would go around after every press conference mm-hmm. and shake your hand and look you in the eye and say, thank you for coming covering our program. Yeah. Thank you for covering us through the ups and downs. Yep. Thank you for all that you have done. And that goes a long way. And it's something that I'm going to completely always remember about Yoli Childs because I've never had another athlete you know, there's always guys that thank the group, but you don't have a guy that after every single time he's interviewed, and he's been interviewed a lot. Mm-hmm. He's interviewed twice a week for four years straight. You know, he's done hundreds of interviews, and he shakes your hand after everyone looks you in the eye and says thank you. And, you know, I'm going to miss that. I mean, it's going to be weird going down to Provo next year and not having this group of seniors, and I'm just, I'm disappointed for them. I'm gutted for them. And, 
Man, it's and it's here's, weird. Here's an interesting thought when it comes to Yoli and Sam Merrill even as well. Their future, right? These are two yeah. guys that, I mean, we heard uh, New Mexico's coach, I can't remember his name, but he, he went on that rampage about Sam Merrill, Sam Merrill, Sam Merrill. I mean, this guy deserves to be in the NBA draft. Yeah. Yoli came back after thinking of going into the draft last year, came back, turns out that it has been one of the smartest decisions he's made, and now he's probably a little more NBA draft ready. Now we've got, you know, everything that's going on with the NBA. Is that draft even going to be held this summer in July right. like it normally is, you know? Yeah. Right. What's the future of these guys look like now that they've even got more of a layoff? Maybe it's a good thing, you know, maybe not. But, man, there's just so much that is just thrown just yeah. into whack now. It's, it's just I mean, crazy. It's we, we all know that their collegiate careers are over. Yeah. But possibly, like, who knows when they're going to play professionally. Yeah. We don't even know. I've been thinking about this with NFL guys. Like, the NFL is so dependent on yeah. undrafted free agents. Yeah. Absolutely. And that all comes from pro days. Like, yep. these guys aren't getting pro days. You look at guys like, I, I mean, I think all the Utes and the, and the Aggies that went to the Combine are going to get drafted. Hmm. But you look at a guy like Tyler Huntley. Um, you look at a guy like uh, Tyler Larson mm-hmm. out of Southern Utah. You look mm-hmm. at a guy like Dion Gunwalaku. Yep. Like these are guys that um, who they are completely dependent on these uh, pro days to get a chance. Yeah. Um, and not only that, but if everything gets pushed in the NFL, they still have to wait for an opportunity to prove themselves at a training camp or a mini right. camp where they might get an invite. Even even without the pro day, maybe they get an invite still. Well, then they have to wait even longer. And for guys that are on the fringe, that doesn't yeah. help having that longer wait. Mm-hmm. You know, What do you do to stay in shape? What do you do to continue to work out mm-hmm. when you can't go anywhere to work out right. or train? It's uh, This is so weird what's going on right now. I apologize. It's Zach Larson is who I'm talking about. Tyler's his older brother. It's already in the NFL. Gotcha. But Zach Larson. Um, but yeah, just so many guys... Um, that you know might miss out on an opportunity. I mean, you mm-hmm. look at all the leagues that are being canceled. You have minor league being postponed. You have XFL. Like these are guys also that were potentially you know the XFL season wraps up if they perform well. Yeah, they might have a chance to get back into a training camp for the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, and see if things work out. And so it's it's a huge detriment, but it's the right decision. Yes, to cancel things Correct. as bad as it hurts and. I mean, it, it was so interesting. For years, you know, everyone wants the jazz to be talked about <laughs> on the national spotlight. Okay. Every podcast I've listened to for the last week has started with Rudy Gobert, Rudy mm. Gobert, Rudy Gobert, Utah Jazz, Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, Oklahoma City Thunder, canceled, yeah. canceled, canceled. Ultimately, like, man, it sucked for Rudy. Sure. Like, you and I talked about after that all-star game how proud we were of rudy we were like parents yeah because we watched this guy come in and grow up and blossom before our eyes mm-hmm. and he goes and he performed well he and really people. made us proud and then <laughs> you know a month later he is being for lack of a better term he's being crucified by people on social media by reporters by you know he's having his name drugged through the mud i mean this is something that could change the outcome of his career and potentially cost him a lot of money yeah, because, um, because of you know a joke that he played where I thought that he was kind of mm-hmm. giving a little wink to the media, like, hey, you know, like you guys, right. like this is kind of ridiculous. Right. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he tests positive, and he's treated as patient zero. Well, guess what? More people are getting tested, receiving positive tests, 
And a week before Rudy tested positive, guess who tested or guess who uh, had a sickness and has now tested positive? Mm-hmm. Marcus Ill- Smart. Yeah. So, Illness, but still played. Yeah, and he still yeah. played. Christian Wood still played, even though he well, he hadn't tested positive at the time, but he was showing illness. Rudy and the Utah Jazz were responsible at the time when he started showing symptoms. They held him out, and they mm-hmm. got him tested. Yep. But all these other guys played through their illness mm-hmm. and may have potentially gotten other people sick. And Rudy even said he could have played. He felt good enough. He was ready to play if that test came back negative. Mm-hmm. They well, were gonna, we talk gonna... about Donovan. Like, Donovan tested positive, and he still hasn't shown still symptoms. not a single symptom. Like, he still Same is with fine. Sean Payton. Yeah. Saints head coach. No symptoms there, but he tested positive. It's it's crazy, and yeah. that's the thing that's kind of scary about this whole virus is, mm-hmm. like, you don't know who has it and who doesn't. And, like, there's so much, one, misinformation being spread around on social media um, because people are sticking to an agenda, politically left or right, right, what they believe. Like, you have to go to the media and you have to go to like the the who and the cdc to get information and so anyway i don't want to delve into politics it's just been super interesting to see i mean our our whole lives have changed in a week and then all of a sudden you know and then we have the earthquake happen you know like it's been crazy it's been a crazy whirlwind week and um yeah we're just excited to be back but with all this stuff happening you know we've even though we all don't feel sick or we don't we, we've been trying to quarantine ourselves because mm-hmm. that's the only way to like social distance social distance mm-hmm. ourselves to like keep anything from spreading whether it's the COVID-19 or if it's something else because there's still other colds and flus out there so we've all been kind of cooped up in our own areas um, us we come to work but we're the only ones yeah, in our area ghost town. Yeah, so we, ghost have, town we have 14 people in our sports department in case you guys are wondering Anytime the most we're going to have at any time is five, and that's going to be probably just Saturday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, we've, we're going to have anywhere from two to three, Monday through Friday. And it's really weird because I come in and I'm used to seeing 10 people mm-hmm. every single day. You know, I'm not going to see Kyle or Trevor or Tom. I haven't seen any of those guys since freaking February <laughs> because yeah. Sam and I went to yeah. Vegas yeah. the first, you know, the second of March. And, you know, we get back and all of a sudden everyone's under quarantine and it's weird. It's, um, I mean, it's kind of settling in as a little bit normal now, but like, it's still eerie, you know, like getting used to figuring out like creative ways to get news out, sports news out to our viewers and create content that is engaging and interesting to people. Luckily, we have great talent that helps out with that and is engaging on the air. But, mm-hmm. like, man, it was looking pretty bleak for a while there, you know? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, we're we're trying to plug along and do the best we can. And whenever there's any fraction of news, we, we try to drop it. But I want to ask you guys this. What are you guys doing when you're not spreading sports news? <laughs> what, what are you watching? What are you guys doing at home while you're socially distancing yourself? Man, um... I've been doing a lot of reading. Uh, one of my goals for this year was to read 25 books. So basically a okay. book every two weeks. Um, and I've read some, I'm actually like well on track to do that. And I've read some pretty big books. Um, I'm like doing everything from like fiction, nonfiction. Okay. You know, I'm I'm not like 
being picky about it. Like mm-hmm. I've read everything from like, you know, like 1984 to um, here. Here's my list right here. 1984, Shoe Dog, The Book of Basketball, oh, Friday yeah. Night Lights, The Shining, um, No Country for Old Men. Game Change, which I was just telling Sam about. Mm-hmm. The best political book I have ever <laughs> read in my entire life. It's about the 2008 election. Um, I highly recommend all of these books. Okay. Um, if you guys are looking for anything to read. I, like, I'm sure people are. Yeah, yeah for, for sure. sure. My, my favorite resource that I've used, there's an app called Overdrive. And if you have a public library card, you can sign up for it. You can get ebooks from your library. Nice. Um, and you just put nice. holds on them. And so I have at any time about eight to ten I did holds. I know this. A couple things in my library. I'm, I'm so going to take advantage of that. Right now I got Dr. Sleep, which is the sequel to The Shining, and The Great Gatsby in my bookshelf. I have like another eight books on hold. Once cool. they're released, I'll be able to read them. And so I'll have to do that. That's something I highly recommend. Yeah. Um, that way you don't have to go and spend a whole bunch of money on books and stuff mm-hmm. because they are pretty pricey. Um, but I've been kind of glued to social media. I don't know if you guys right. have been doing the same. Like it's been hard. Well. Yeah. Like that's the one thing is like, I want to be in the moment, but at the same time, like there's so much information coming down the pipeline Yeah. Um, right now. And it, you know, it has to do with coronavirus in the world, coronavirus and sports, coronavirus in our local community, the earthquake, you know, I felt like I was in a good place the other day and then the earthquake happens right. and I'm just glued to like the USGS feed yeah. right. to like yeah. see like what people it's are saying. And then there's all the in- misinformation that was being spread. Mm-hmm. Like people were saying that a 9.0 earthquake was going <laughs> to hit in the next two hours and to get like, yeah. so there was a rush to the store and to gas stations yesterday oh yeah. because people were freaking out. And so, um, yeah, so I've been doing that, spending time with the family, Yeah, started a couple new cool. shows. Um, and we can talk about that all later, but nice, Sam, what have you been doing? Uh, a lot of the same. I mean, you know, I still have the, the regular works guys like you guys, you know? Uh, so, uh, other than the earthquake yesterday that kind of puts sports on the back burner, understandably. Yeah. Um, but so uh, basically I've been, I have, I have young kids. You guys do too. Uh, my oldest is nine. My youngest is three. I have four total. And so basically they're home from school doing the homeschool thing. So my wife, she's brilliant and comes up with ideas. What can we do as a family and still be distant? And so she's kind of scheduled these field trips. And so on, on, Ooh. on a Monday, we went out to Antelope Island. I grew up in Utah. I'd never been to Antelope Island. Oh, okay. It was really cool. And we got there kind of late in the day. So we were only there for maybe hour and a half or two hours at the most. But we want to go back and experience more of Antelope. I thought that was really cool. And there's hardly anyone out no there. The there. weather yeah. was great you know overcast and 55 or something so i think now is probably a really good time of year there's not a lot of flies out there which apparently there's tons of them in the summer Mm -hmm. i guess that was fun we did that on tuesday my wife who uh golfed in college and coached six years at a university um took our kids for the first time did a little golf clinic with them on the putting green just putting and chipping and uh so that was fun so most of my time has been spent uh, with family, with maybe a movie at night. I uh, watched Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, my kids loved it. But other than that, for me, it's been social media, trying to keep up with what's going on so I can be in the know when I get to work and stuff yeah. still. And then uh, whatever my family's got planned, just hanging out with them. Sweet. I like it. Um, what I've been doing with my downtime, I guess, is uh, I told you guys this earlier. Mm-hmm. I got a I got a brand new mixer and I basically have been just making music because yes. that's that was like my first love before 
any of this graphic design or video That's production awesome. or you know producing or anything like that. And so I've been writing a lot of stuff and just recording it because you know there's no there's no games late night games to go to or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's the biggest takeaway from all of this. I think everything sucks. Right, I get it. The disease sucks. The earthquakes suck. Mm-hmm. Being stuck at home sucks. But I think the cool part is it this gives us a rare opportunity for those of us who are busy day to day normally to spend time with our families, to get to know our families a little bit better. Yeah. But also, like, take some time to improve yourself, like you were doing, Zach, yeah. reading books. That's skills, talents. Uh, yeah, practicing what your craft, honing your stuff. And That's so awesome. when the world eventually comes back and it's – once we make it through this hell that we're kind of in, we're going to have – we're going to be better off because we have all these skills and stuff. Well, and I think I like it helps with message. perspective too. Like, um, one thing that's helped with this is, like, you know, you know, there's a lot of people, I'm someone who always wants stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I always want like a new smoker. I want like yeah. new workout shorts mm-hmm. or a bigger TV or like this new, you know, this, that, and the other thing, a new computer, you know, stuff like that. And ultimately like this kind of gives you the perspective. The only thing that matters is like, as long as you have your family, you got a roof over your heads, you're safe. Um, you can provide for them. Like that's the most important thing. Mm -hmm. And so that it's, um, I mean, it kind of sucks that this is what we have to go through to get that perspective. But I feel like a lot of people have kind of, um, shared that they feel the same way. Mm -hmm. But I I mean, ultimately I, like you said, I think this is going to help our society as a whole kind of be better people. And like, sure. You're seeing a lot of people going out of their way to help others, people that are, struggling you know whether they're elderly or sick like so many people like um in in my neighborhood uh in the religious affiliation the religious organization Uh i'm a part of um we are in charge of like helping out other families and so i because of this i hadn't i've been super lazy and hadn't gotten (laughs) to know my other families yet yeah but I've reached out to them and introduced myself mm-hmm. and let them know if they need anything. I found out I have a um, a single woman who's living by herself that she's going to need some help with a couple things. For sure. And so, you know, it's going to be a good opportunity to serve and help others. I've seen people going out to the grocery store and, like, buying groceries for people. Um, whether, you know, I've seen people, like, do – you've been egged and teepeed and leaving, like, a <laughs> – a case of toilet paper and like a dozen eggs at someone's house and stuff like that, which is pretty cool. And so, um, even though like we're all separate, like I feel like it's kind of helped strengthen the bond of our community. And, um, I hope that that continues, you know, I hope that people can continue to get along and look for ways to help people and, um, enrich each other and, uh, just be a better part of the community, be a better citizen for sure. And I think that's great. So, um, yeah, we don't have anything else to talk about because there's no sports. No, but, but I won't. You know, if you're into books and mm-hmm. you also want to set a goal for reading books this year, and you want to know what Zach's been up to, follow him. Um, yeah. Are we going to drop our Twitter handles at Zach Hicken, Z A K Hicken? Yeah, Z A K H I C K E N. Yep, and he'll he'll let you know what he's reading. Yeah, so can... I'm going to share books, TV shows that I'm watching. Um, so I started on actually on Hema and Matt Glade's recommendation. I started Superstore. I'm <laughs> yeah. a company man. I only That's watch NBC one. shows. Superstore's pretty good. Um, 
Yeah, you've talked about it too. I've I've only gotten into the first season and a half, so I'm way behind. It's, it's still, pretty but, funny. Yeah. I've only watched the first couple episodes, but my wife and I—that's our new show that we picked up. Um, I started watching uh, Hunters. It's an Amazon okay. series um, about Nazi hunters. It's all fictional, but it's based on like real events. It looks—it's really interesting so that, far. Yeah. Um, but if you guys have recommendations for us, please send them our way because sure. we're going to run out of stuff. Yeah, pretty soon. Yeah. But sorry, that's that's all I have. I, I'm yeah. off my soapbox. And then if you're if you're not following at Sam Farns, uh, S Farnsworth, S Farnsworth KSL. KSL, you probably are because like been, we said, he's a one seed. My 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 social media isn't as as fast. The last couple of days we've been posting. I've been having fun with my kids, posting uh, re- oh, yeah. recreating so classic good. sports moments. Where my kids are doing it, it's but I get the great. actual play call from the TV broadcast That's and put awesome. it underneath. By so. the way, let me ask you: yeah. How long did it take to like direct the children in that? Not for these ones, not that long. I mean, because they've you've been maybe, doing it with them for a while. Yeah, because every year I do a Thanksgiving turkey bowl one, and that right. takes forever <laughs> because it ends up being like a three minute long, two and a half minute, whatever little yeah. piece with music and stuff bunch of different angles and it's all so done cool. usually all done with my iphone yeah. just for the simplicity of it uh for these for these last couple it took probably between 10 and 15 minutes it was a lot quicker but um not always easy right no not always <laughs> hardest part was getting my kid to try to mimic with his mouth what the what announcer saying. was saying see that's the that's the crazy that was part. tricky but. that your kids are going to be stars. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. I think sometimes they pull their hair out and they, they like to whine and complain. I'm like, just sit down for a second and do this really quick and we'll be done. Yeah. They're like, Dad. So it's mostly for my pleasure. But and in the end, they like watching it. So Yeah, that's awesome. And then, yeah, I'll be, you know, I'm listening to a lot of I want him music. music. Well, I don't, yeah, I'll be dropping some of my music, but like yes. I always listen to crazy yes. songs that no one's listening to, and I like to, you know, spread around those gems that yeah. I find that people aren't really listening to. Awesome. So, yeah, if you have any music that you're listening to that you think is underrated and no one's listened to yet, send them at me, send them to me at X underscore Hems, um, and yeah, I'd love to swap music with you guys for sure. Hemmons, honestly, the best person to get music recommendations from because he's, um, he he listens to like all genres oh, yeah. of music. He's like got a great library. Like he yeah. listens to like anything from like country to like pop to like kind of like alternative like soft rock to rap to R and B. Like he listens to everything, and so Hemmons given me like. Hema introduced me to this band called Fickle Friends, <laughs> and now they're like on my workout playlist, and I listen Dope. to them all the time. Um, obviously, like Doja Cat's super big on like the internet and like yeah. with TikTok and stuff like that and Twitter. But like Hema listens to Doja Cat. Like Hema's been listening to Doja Cat before like Doja Cat was even big. So yeah. I've been listening to Doja Cat lately. I know Dope. Mitch Harper has been listening to Doja Cat. Oh, cool. He talked about it on Cougar Tracks. But That's awesome. Nice. Yeah, I've been listening to, like a lot of like. Oddly, I'm not super into dance music. I'm mostly into like rock and alternative rock, but I've mm-hmm. listened to like a lot of like kind of like dance and pop music. Mm-hmm. Like nice. Lady Gaga's new album it, <laughs> or her new single is Fire, guys. Yeah. Well, we talked it's about so Taylor Swift's album when it came out. Like, yeah, yeah. Taylor Swift's cool. album was so good. But Lady Gaga, man, let me tell you what, guys. <laughs> I freaking love her. Let me tell you about this Lady Gaga. Let me tell Gaga. you about this Lady Gaga, okay? Give us the Mark Pope intro <laughs> to Lady Gaga. All right. Okay, here, here we go. Man, let me tell you what. This Lady Gaga, okay? This this Lady Gaga, she comes out. You know, you talk about the start of her career, 2008. And she's pigeonholed into 
a, a typecast as a as like a role player. And, you know, people didn't think that she could break out of being that weirdo stereotype that she had. You know, she created great dance, pop, music hits, but she couldn't do much else. But then you look at the way that she's blossomed, she's grown, and she's expanded her genres. She's gone out, and she did dive bars. She's going out, and she's going to dive bars, and she's performing in front of 10 people. But she's grinding. She's putting in the work, and she is just, she's working on her craft. And she's doing things that you wouldn't believe. She's doing things. She's walking out of her shows, and she's doing music that she can't believe she's doing. And all of a sudden, that turns into a star in one of the biggest movies that we had in 2018. And all the music on it, all of it was her, her and Bradley Cooper. I mean, you talk about that. You talk about this Lady Gaga. I mean, you talk about A Star is Born. That movie was fantastic. I mean, you you talk about what she did there. It was amazing. It was amazing. I mean, nothing could have stopped her. Nothing can stop her. Outside of the suicidal death of her husband in the show. But even then, she overcame those obstacles and performed the greatest show that she ever did. I mean, this Lady Gaga. Let's just let her music speak for herself. Thank you, Coach. Coach Mark Pope, everybody. <laughs> that was great. Um, yeah, so that's that's the end of our show. We'll wrap it up here. But please, follow us on social media. Social media is literally the only way we've been able to socially interact with people. Yeah. yeah. And it's kind of cool it's fun. that it's that's the age we live in where we can be connected mm-hmm. even though we have to be quarantined. Yeah. It's pretty dope. Well, and if you guys have any like requests or recommendations for like sports beat, sports beat after hours, stuff that you guys want to see at us, like reach out to us because we're digging into our archive. We are getting yeah. like the best tapes that we can get mm-hmm. to share on our shows. Um, and we're open to anything. Like, if you guys want to hear, like, our thoughts on a movie from 1985, you know, like, we'll talk about it. Oh, for sure. Like, we'll talk about Karate Kid, you know? Yep. Yes. Karate so, uh, yeah. Thank you for listening to our show. This has been Sportsbeat After Hours. Thank you, Sam, for joining us Thank on the you. show. I am Hemi Mooley. He's Zach Hicken. Good night, everybody.